Hey guys, Dustin Bones here, and welcome to the final rewind of season one of Band, The Real Life Misadventures of Rick Dunsford and Friends. Now, today we're going to look at the season finale of season one, an episode titled God, the Devil, and Dwayne. We're going to hear a lot of stories about everybody's favorite character that we've talked about so far, Mr. Dwayne. But in this special rewind, remastered, re-edited edition of the podcast, for the first time ever, you're actually going to get to hear from Dwayne himself. Because Matt Kennedy, Rick, and myself all got together with Dwayne uh, many, many months ago. And we recorded an interview where we asked Dwayne about all of this stuff. So now you're going to actually get to hear his side of the story on some of the things that we're going to talk about on the podcast tonight for the first time ever. So be listening for that throughout the episode. We'll cut away from the the main episode and let you listen to what Dwayne has to say about some of the stuff that went on <laughs> during the years of hanging out with Matt Kennedy and Rick Dunsford. When he seemed to get pranked all the fucking time. So that's going to be really fun. We really look forward to it. And I hope you'll enjoy the special presentation of Band. The real life misadventures of Rick Dunsford and Friends. Tonight we're going to be talking about the Pop Evil concert in Tupelo, Mississippi. And Dwayne is going to have... I'm not going to lie. This is, we talked about this a little bit before we hit record. This is mostly a pop, This is mostly going to be a Dwayne episode. The pop evil one is a, there's a little bit of pop evil towards the end, but. but oh I, yeah. And I even make a cameo in this, in this one. We weren't hanging out yet. We didn't really know each other uh, at all, but this is one of the times our paths crossed. And, uh, We'll get to that in a moment here. Uh, first of all, let's uh, let's get started talking about uh, booking the show. Uh, what how, what made you decide to book Pop Evil to bring them to Tupelo? Why that particular band? At uh, the time, they had a, they had this song called "100 and 55," and it was pretty popular on the radio around that time. So I just reached out and. Uh, Worked out an agreement with their uh, with their agent and got them in town. Have they had anything else come out since? Like, I know Hero was was the one that all my buddies like. Um, I mean, they, yeah, they, I actually think they got a little bit more popular after that. Um, hmm. but, but I don't really keep up with like a lot of uh with a lot of today's rock or anything like that. You know, um, I really don't listen to current music. Yeah, me neither. So that's part of the problem. Yeah. Uh, so Rick, uh, you you booked Pop Evil, and then when you book the band, the next step is to start planning the show. You've got you you know you set the date and everything, and then you put together a crew. And in this crew, Matt, were you a part of this crew? No, I I was not. Okay, but I'll tell you who was a part of the crew, and that's our good friend Dwayne. Yeah, um, and, yeah. He he was my. Uh, we had uh, he was kind of like the the street team guy that uh, you know I would convince to uh, hustle tickets, which was 
what honestly what he what we really needed to be done, you know. So he would uh he'd be go out there and just try to sell these tickets. And then I would uh, I would tell him, I said, Man, we gotta have these we gotta have this many tickets sold around this time, you know. And then so Dwayne would be out there calling everyone he possibly could, reaching out to everyone he could and come back and he'll tell me he has fifty tickets sold already. Nice. So uh, he yeah, was so he good was, at it. Yeah, he was really good at it. All right, guys, it's time for our first pause break. And now, for the very first time, let's hear from Dwayne himself. It seems like every other day I'm getting the butt in and the joke pranks and everything. People calling me, saying that they're uh, wanting to have sex with for tickets. And um, uh, where do you want to start? Did you ever Did you ever have sex with anyone for tickets to one of Rick's shows? No, <laughs> I played along with it, and uh, that's about as far as it went. <laughs> played along with it. Oh, you yeah. did it. I would no, like to I hit didn't do it. During this time, Dwayne's been chosen to sell tickets. He's got a ton of these that he needs to move and get rid of, and he gets a phone call from uh, from a celebrity of sorts, I guess you could say. <laughs> Now, now let's let's uh let's uh let's talk about that for a second. So you guys, you guys had discovered uh the the call how to spoof caller IDs and Dwayne uh judging by our last time that we spoke about Dwayne, he was on the phone uh convinced that he was a phone sex operator yes and that didn't work out to his advantage or to (laughs) his liking very much so uh he ended up quitting that job (laughs) (laughs) wasn't a job really (laughs) he thought it was (laughs) did we ever tell him he was getting paid i don't remember ever no 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 what it was was uh we told Dwayne that we needed to raise more money for the Pop Evil concert. Oh, this actually, was right. to, I don't know. All this happened during Pop Evil. So I told him, uh, in which we didn't really need. I was just making up stuff just so we have some kind of way of pranking him during the time. And uh, I told him, uh, we need uh Me and Matt talked when I got off work and we're like, all right, here's the plan. You know, we're going to. You call him and then you're, you're out like a woman and then um, and he'll think he has like a uh, 1 800 <laughs> number. It's called 1 800 Big Hard. <laughs> and uh, and, so, yeah. and Dwayne thought he was getting paid by by the minute on that. He, he thought he was getting paid ten cents a minute. <laughs> so we covered that in the in uh in episode one, uh, in the archives for this show. So go back and check that out. But uh, this time, uh, Matt here he got to show off some of his excellent impression skills, and uh, when he did. No. Uh, this, Top notch Clint Eastwood impersonation. Yeah. You're really selling it, man. I mean, I'm going to tell you straight up. I mean, you got to imagine, I'm what, like 17, 18 years old, something like that. And I'm sitting here trying to sound like an old man celebrity, Clint Eastwood. I'm not even sure how that even got started or why we thought we could even make that work. But, like, I just, I guess we just wanted to try. And sure enough, man, it, it worked. It got kind of weird. <laughs> Hello? Hey, Dwayne? Yeah. Hey, so... Oh. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm wanting to buy a lot of tickets from you for Pop Evil. Uh, my daughters are wanting to go, and they want to bring all their friends. So I'm thinking I want to buy about, uh, let's say, uh, 10 or 11 tickets. Is that Do you have that many? Yeah, I got that, man. I got them. Okay. Now, I got um, right now. Actually, what I want to do is um, I was wondering if there's a way I could get those for free. For free? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Damn, dude. My boss, I don't know if Rick wants to let that many go for free, man. No, no, no. Uh, didn't he tell you uh, who I was? No, uh-uh. This is Mr. Eastwood. Mr. Eastwood? Yeah. Who's Mr. You know, Eastwood? He didn't tell you? No, he didn't tell me. This is Clint. Clint Eastwood. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, you're kidding me. No, this is Clint. Clint Eastwood? Yeah. Oh, shit, man. Damn, dude, yeah. If he, it's cool. Hell, hell yeah, dude. We got him free. So Clint Eastwood, or Matt Kennedy here, which I think you will agree sounds nothing like Clint Eastwood. It doesn't. But Dwayne, Dwayne, you can hear the excitement in his voice. He's like, this is Clint Eastwood. Yes, he believes it. He believes it the whole way, all the way through the freaky end. Now, Clint, Mr. Eastwood... uh, Calls, calls Dwayne because he's looking for 10 tickets to the Pop Evil concert. Yes. And he he tells Dwayne that Rick has made an arrangement for him to give him these tickets. Dude, right. how'd you hear about this concert, man? It was on Craigslist. Oh, on Craigslist. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got yeah. you, man. Yeah, because yeah, when I talked to Rick earlier, he was talking about, uh, you know, in order for me to get these free tickets, I got to I gotta uh, let you sleep with one of my daughters. Is that right? Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't want to disrespect you in no way, man. Uh, no, no. This was an agreement. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, you get to choose which that, one man. you want. Uh She's, um, I got two, uh, we're talking about, uh, one is 43 years old, and the other one is, is, uh, man, I forgot her birthday. Oh, it's 53. Um, so you get to pick which one you want. Yeah. 53. (laughs) Your daughter? Yeah. They're 53 years old. (laughs) Um, I'm not, no disrespect or not, no, your daughter's 40, 30, 53 years old, damn, dude, I, I, I didn't agree to that, man, I don't go past age 25, man. <laughs> what are you 30, talking 30 about? Uh, like I don't sleep with women that are, like, over the age of, like, 30, man, I, I feel weird to me. <laughs> no, 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 that, Rick told me you'd be okay with that, he said he talked with you about that. No, he never talked to me. He never told me anything about this. Yeah, that's your picture right here. You talking about how you would meet up with my daughter and then I get to watch you fuck her. No. God, no, man. Clint, why would you want to watch me fuck your daughter? 
<laughs> no, that's how I get off, man. <laughs> Dude, I'm planning on jerking off tomorrow. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Funny man, damn dude, Clint Eastwood calling me wanting to jerk off. <laughs> yeah, man, dude, well, did we have this plan? Was this planned before the call happened, or was this man, just improvised? You already know it was improvised. I just tried to make it go as, as like go from straight to gay as soon as I could, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, there's no way that every call turns out that this plan for every call is turned out. <laughs> Clint Eastwood jerking off. <laughs> Where does that go to that man? How did it even get there? Hey, look, I gotta and listen. Hold on a second, hold on a second. I just wanna be straight and honest uh-huh. with you, alright? Okay. Alright. I broke up with my wife. I didn't let the uh the press doesn't know about it yet. This actually happened uh, about a month ago. Um uh-huh. now don't don't feel bad. The reason I had to break up with her is because I I have the homosexual gene in my uh in my body. And I have to say, you're, yep. you're pretty good. Now, now, I don't want to fuck you, okay? Because I'm too old for you. You can't handle me, okay? <laughs> I will tear that ass up. But the thing is, I want to see you fuck my daughter so I can at least imagine. No, man, I can't do that, man. I'm, you're going to have to pass on that one. I have a girlfriend, too, man. She She wouldn't appreciate that. Okay, what if I... Um, I'm going to be up in a movie here pretty soon. Uh, I'm going to be shooting a movie, actually, here. Um, what movie? Uh, let's see here. What's the name of that fucking movie? Okay. The next movie uh-huh. I'm going to be making is, is called Hereafter. It's a movie coming up. It's not really listed or anything just yet. What I'm thinking is, what if I promised you a part in this movie, and I promised you $10,000 for this part? Oh, shit. That's deal, I won't, t- I, won't, I won't say anything. I promise. What do I have to do? Okay, the part is easy. All you got to do is just show up, say one line, <laughs> really and then you walk out. Yeah, really. $10,000, you fuck my you fuck my daughter, I watch and jerk off at the same time, and then we call her, We go our separate ways. And she'll, get, she'll be happy because she can see Poppy Evil and take all her friends, and I'll be happy because I came all over your image in my head. You ain't going to fucking get up and touch me, are you, man? Huh. No. I just want to see that ass, and I want to jerk off to it. That's the main thing in my mind. <laughs> uh, man, I mean, I'll fuck your wife. Yeah, man, I'll do it. I mean, not your wife, but your daughter. <laughs> oh, you're stepping across. You're crossing <laughs> that line, boy. All right, Dustin Bones here again. I know I'm interrupting again. I'm going to have to push pause on the podcast, but I can't help but feel like Dwayne has something he would probably like to say about this particular phone call of your many celebrity friends uh none seem to have taken quite the liking to you as mr clint eastwood has uh Uh, please tell us of your legendary conversation with this marvelous actor he was wanting me to uh he was wanting me to uh i don't remember that one oh yeah one of the movies what was it uh brokeback mountain or I'm not sure. Uh, I don't I'm not think that was relevant. That's, that call was a long time ago, so I mean, I'd, I'd have to have some refresh. I know it was some gay shit, man. It was eleven years. <laughs> it was eleven years ago, to be exact. If uh, if we're going to get down to it, and I believe yeah. Mr. Eastwood wanted tickets to Pop Evil. 
if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and, yeah. And didn't he, yeah. And it didn't was he, all about that show, yeah. And didn't he have some daughters that uh, he wanted to introduce you to? Uh, yeah, like, yeah. That's pretty good, go, y'all. Right? When a celebrity uh, wants you to meet his family, I mean, that's saying something right there. But I, I, I believe this encounter was going to be a little bit different, wasn't it? Didn't, uh, didn't he have a daughter that was like in her uh, 50s? Is that what it was? And then, At the uh, time. She would be yes, in her yeah. 60s now. Yeah, and, 60s now. And Dwayne, you were supposed to have sex with her while Mr. Eastwood watched. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. And he jerked off in the corner. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's it. Oh, yeah. It's coming back to me now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did yeah, you get his was, autograph? Uh, I did not get his autograph. <laughs> He didn't give it to me yet. I, I, I'm still waiting for that, though. Eastwood. Son of a bitch. Damn. That sorry <laughs> bastard. Had me do all that shit and wouldn't even give me an autograph. Fuck off, Eastwood. We're really, we're really turning some stones today, ladies and gentlemen. We have found out that Clint Eastwood doesn't keep his promises. So No, he doesn't. We're still bombarding poor Dwayne with phone calls. <laughs> over uh, this two-week span. <laughs> well, All of a sudden, Dwayne makes an amazing find. He finds an ancient artifact, or so he believes. Uh, do you guys want to... Who wants to tell about the ancient artifact, Dwayne? Now, well, this part, he... This is... Okay, so this part of the story i did not get a chance to really be a part of the finding of the artifact so i don't know anything about that rick what what how, how did he find that or what uh, was it he was in the woods or some i don't know he, he went walking in the woods and he found a stick that had a carving in it and he thought it was really weird and he decided to keep it um now, did it actually have carvings in it, or was it where, like, the worms or whatever had gotten in and ate on the, and it made, like, a pattern? Like, those kind of sticks you find in the woods all the time. It was probably that kind of stick. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's just a stick. It's just a normal stick you'd find in the woods, you know? So that's uh, that's that's the that's the key part to this story with Dwayne. The stick yeah. is a very important artifact that he has found because this <laughs> triggers an idea. As it does. <laughs> for what's going to take place for the rest of our show now. And that's what <laughs> this stick had. Uh, Dwayne would get a phone call from a being of the supernatural. Uh, I believe she said, and I quote, I am an angel of the Lord. And, uh, apparently, uh, she called to warn Dwayne that, uh, he was in grave danger. (laughs) Because the reason why that happened is because there was a, I was watching the TV show Supernatural at the time and it started to get really weird about like, uh, uh, the Lord and uh, the devil and all this stuff like a battle. So uh, I, I, that was kind of again. I took this. I took that show and I just applied it to this phone call where uh, I even named myself Castiel, which was the angel, which was the angel that was on the show. That he thought he was speaking to an angel, giving him a, a warning about uh, about a stick. He has a key to hell. <laughs> but then something sinister happens. Because as anybody 
that follows uh, religion and studies demons and how they act and communicate will know uh, Almighty Lucifer himself, you know, has a message he wants to deliver to you. Uh, what does he do? Well, obviously he calls you on your cell phone. <laughs> obviously. So now Dwayne gets a phone call from a demon, which is again, Matt Kennedy using a voice modifier. It wasn't just a voice modifier. He had a uh, background to sound effects with the uh, flames. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's right. I forgot. I remember that. Um, dude, it's like, I remember when we called him every time it was like from the double because, you know, we were using spoof technology here, not just the voice changing and the sound effects, but it was also <laughs> the fact that you could change your number to literally anything and it would show up. Like it could be one number, three numbers, 10 numbers. Um, and we chose 666 to be the number that called him every time. And I don't know why he would pick it up every time it rang, but he did. I have been sent from Lucifer to give you very important news. The news is something that we do not refer to Lucifer as the devil. Lucifer? Lucifer. Is that you? The way. No, I am not Lucifer. Who are you? I am an archdemon of Lucifer. Oh, okay. Are you going to kill me? We have no intention of killing you. Okay, good. I can't die. And like, I'll be talking to Dwayne on the phone, and so Matt would uh, call him, and then it was, oh, no, it's the devil. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to be sure because this was going to be a really good storyline going through. I needed to be sure that we captured him. So I just remember the only thing I remember really about it is um, I had to be really threatening and I had to be really scary and I had to make sure that he knew he was talking to the devil. This was not a prank call this time. You know, I don't think he ever knew he was on a prank call even until today. Why me? Because you live one block from the portal opening, and you are the only worthy human being to process this command. How did y'all hear about me? I mean, I, I don't understand. We know all, Dwayne, and we also know everything that you've done in your entire life. We know that you are the perfect person for this. We see what you do when you're alone. We know what you think when you're with people. We know everything. I was going to go to church this Sunday, today. Don't bother. As it progresses, uh, the Dwayne uh, has, uh, tells the angel in a phone call later on that the devil has been calling him, trying to, uh, trying to, to get the stick. And this leads to uh, the devil finding out that Dwayne told the angel that, <laughs> that uh, he, he had been talking to the devil. And uh, the devil calls Dwayne again 
and he's none too pleased with this revelation. Dwayne! Oh, my God. Hello? You've been speaking with Cassiel, haven't you? No. If you do not obey my command and stop speaking of us, I will promise a reign of torture and fire in your near future. Do you understand me? Yes. I can see everything you do and say, Dwayne. And if I catch you trying to two-time me, you will burn in hell. The stick belongs to me, goddammit. Do I make myself clear, you cocksucker? Yeah. But, uh... Uh... I don't want to be a part of this. Dwayne... I don't want to do this no more. Man, this ain't a joke, is it? Dwayne, this is not a joke. I don't want to be a part of this no more, man. I remember him crying. I do, like, I remember when I made him cry, I immediately felt terrible. I was like, oh, God. Like, you'll hear it. Like, if you, if you listen to, if we have the call, I remember getting so down his throat and just being like, now you listen here, you macaroni shithead. <laughs> and I just went all out on his ass. And like he got he got so broke. You can you can't hear him cry. He does cry. <laughs> and you notice I have a change in my tone, like, oh dude. And I, I, I still have the demonic voice. You can't drop it, you know, because then it'll get away. But I got off that call quick because I just felt so bad, man. It's like I can make you whack off to me, that's one thing, but make you cry to me, that's totally different. Yeah, I wonder if he is still that way today. He might I don't be. know. I hope not. Probably. Yeah. He probably Let's still is that. But like, I, I remember like me and Matt. Oh, we'd always like it was daily, man. We were talking on the phone all the time, just planning out like, well, here's the storyline. Here's where we got to go with this story. Like, I mean, we we had a real creative team here. You know what I mean? Just trying to come up with <laughs> twists and turns yeah. in the story. And that's where we like started trying to evolve, you know, like we wanted it to continue outside of the calls, you know? And so we had to get Dwayne to like just straight up attack someone at the concert, you know? Well, and we're getting to that. We're getting to that. We're getting to that. It's the big night. When Clint Eastwood's supposed to show up, the devil's going to be there. It's going to be a star-studded event. I'm <laughs> fucking pop evil in Tupelo. <laughs> God. <laughs> now here's my cameo in this story. I didn't know Rick. I didn't know Matt. I didn't know anybody. I knew. I just wanted to go to Pop Evil. Uh, me and some friends. Uh, I don't know if I want to give away my secret of how we snuck into the show or not. But we snuck into the show, and this was my first time speaking to Rick. This was my first time me. I wouldn't say meeting because we didn't really meet. We just spoke for a brief second. I didn't even know who he was till somebody was like, "That's the promoter," and I was like, "Oh shit!" But stay the fuck away from him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have tickets to this shit, and uh, we spoke briefly, and then I went away, and there were, then I went into the crowd, and uh, that's pretty much my cameo. <laughs> I was at this concert, and uh, all I know was 
from my perspective, we're all, you know, just dancing around. And the, 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 I think the opening act was play. And some guy screamed like a girl. And then we're all trying to figure out where that came from. <laughs> oh, God, I have a feeling. So now, now let's now let's rewind and let's get back on track from your guys' perspective. So we got a friend that we worked with at the time, the one that introduced me to you, Rick. Her yeah. name was Candace. She was unaware that all of this was going on. She was just an innocent bystander. She was just somebody wanting to go see Pop Evil. <laughs> yes. So she shows up at the show. And uh, she's a very beautiful woman, uh, by the way. And uh, do you remember what she was wearing that night? A red dress. <laughs> and that wasn't planned either. It was she was just she was just wearing a red dress. And, I, and when I saw it, I'm like, okay, we got her. <laughs> and I told I went up to Candace. I told her I'm like, listen, just trust me. I said, go up to that guy over there and grab him by the arm and say, give me the stick, you cocksucker. (laughs) She looked at me and she was like, what? I said, just trust me. Just, I said, just trust me. Just do it. Uh, Because uh, (laughs) that was, uh, because Dwayne was given a message uh, by Cassiel at the time. (laughs) And it was, I think it was the day before the concert, uh, Cassiel called him. And told him that you're gonna have to uh, perform a ritual to to destroy to, to stop the gates of hell from opening. I said, "There's gonna be a there's gonna be a woman in a red dress that's going to approach you, and she's gonna say, uh, give me the stick.' And she's gonna be asking you for the stick, and she's gonna do everything she can to get the stick for you, but you cannot get you cannot let her have it. But uh, what you're gonna have to do is you're gonna have to you're gonna have to grab her by the shoulders and you're gonna have to shake her really hard." And scream! And scream. <laughs> I uh, I think it was like ahi lahi or something. It was something stupid that he. Had to do. Uh, Dwayne is standing behind, uh, standing out there near the ticket counter, and uh, Candace walks up to him, and she just grabs his arm and gives me the sticky cocksucker. <laughs> oh, he got scared at first, and she said, "Give me the sticky cocksucker." And then, uh, is that when he screamed? Because that's what everybody told me. He screamed like a girl and and ran away. <laughs> I remember talking him back into going over there and then casting it out of her because he because <laughs> he slammed her. He was slamming her into the wall, screaming "I light." Do you remember Dwayne hitting on the girls that night? After, yeah, yeah he he was uh his pickup line for the for the night was uh sub baby. You see me cast that demon out of her. Oh. <laughs> All right, guys, Dustin Bones here for one last interruption because for the first time ever, Dwayne is going to get to tell his side of the story when it comes to the angels, the demon, the stick, and selling out mankind. And um, so, yeah, let's hit play on that and let's wrap up the show by getting Dwayne's side of that whole saga. I've got one final question for you. You you were once chosen by the Almighty Lord to protect a sacred artifact, which an artifact which, if allowed to fall into the hands of evil, would spell doom for the entire human race. Can yeah. you t- can you tell us of this amazing time in your life? 
Well, I was drunk as shit that night, so <laughs> Rick had convinced me that there was this girl that was possessed by the devil, and uh, that she was going to be at the Pop Evil show, and I was going to have to summon the demon out of her, or the devil out of her. And uh did believe hardly any of the shit was true, but I got a couple phone calls from the devil, and uh, that's kind of scared the hell out of me, so <laughs> I guess I went along with it, and I was drunk, so... Uh, Rick caught me at the perfect moment and had a, that girl come up to me and uh, it freaked the hell out of me. And uh, yeah, I pretty much shook the shit out of her and probably scarred her too. <laughs> I remember that poor old woman's name. <laughs> we learned something through this prank about Dwayne that we mo- don't find out about anybody, any other human on the face of the earth. And that's, what is the limit that would cause a person to sell out the entire human race to Lucifer himself? And uh, this moment for Dwayne was when the devil said, and I quote, Listen to me, you motherfucker. If you give me the stick, I will make you king. If you do not give me the stick, I'm going to fuck you in the ass. To which Dwayne immediately replied, Okay, fine, I'll give you the stick. Is <laughs> a stick I found in the woods earlier that I thought was the stick. Can you describe no, the stick? Oh wow, that's crazy too. Yeah, that's a good one. Describe the stick because I never got a stick. Uh, it was just some stick that we found out there that day. It was me and a couple of friends out there. It was just fucking off, and uh, there was a cool looking stick out there. It was like a had a carving on it or something it was different man and it's just random that they said that too so it's just oh wouldn't stick yeah, but, but but what was interesting about this whole uh, devil uh angel saga what was the angel i name? was just going to part of it cassiel cassiel uh what and what was cassiel warning like here's something that we're going to tell you now like i was cassiel okay and matt was yeah. uh and matt was looser for the whole time now we discussed this briefly earlier now, you didn't know Matt was Lucifer at the time, did you? Nuh-uh. No. Did, uh, did you know he that I was Cass- voice Did I know he was Cassiel? Yeah, after I heard it a little while back, yeah. But not there's the time I didn't. No, I didn't. So who did you think was calling you at the time? Was Did you really think that, uh, de- uh, that, that a devil and an angel was calling you? Did you truly believe it at the time? It's okay if you did, because this is what this podcast is about. We believe a lot of crazy stuff in our days. You know what I mean? So No, I, I honestly thought it was somebody pulling a big-time prank on me, and I was just going along with it to see how where it would end up. And y'all caught well, me on the night I was drunk as shit and uh, went along with your uh, ordeal. So, yeah. <laughs> now, if uh, – Just if, in the moment, if, man. Caught up in the moment, just having it, fun. If I'm not mistaken, uh, Matt, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but didn't a lot of these phone calls happen throughout the course of a of a week or two? And yeah. uh, did and didn't a lot of phone calls happen during the day? So you're telling me, Dwayne, you stayed drunk for a whole week during the day too, as well? Is that is no? It, is that what... I'm talking about at the show, at the Pop Evil show. Oh, okay, at the show. Okay, so that's understandable. So you you were under the influence, and this lady came up to you. Yeah. And. Uh, no, I was just basically having a good time, just going along with it, bro. Honestly, I was just wanting to see where it ended up. I mean, it was pretty – I didn't know – honestly, I didn't know who the devil in there. I thought you put my name on the internet, uh, my number on the internet for tickets, and I just thought somebody was calling me randomly. What was the you website? were pretty convincing. 
uh, who was pretty convincing, me or Matt? You. I mean, Matt. I didn't hardly talk to Matt that much. I mean, until <laughs> until I. Well, I mean, I know I talked to him, but I didn't know it was him. I mean, I was talking to you. <laughs> Well, folks, that's it for this special rewind edition of Band, The Real Life Misadventures of Rick Dunsford and Friends. Be sure to, uh, be sure to stay tuned to this feed where we're going to have a ton of new surprises and new episodes coming very soon, a lot sooner than you think. So if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and stay tuned for great things to come. And don't forget, check out all of these great episodes and much, much more and even get early access when you subscribe on gunsandradio.com. Oh wait, before we go, there is one more short clip from those devil calls that I'd like to end the show with. Still there? Hello? Hello? I don't want to play this. I ain't got the stick. I can't do this. I'm sorry. I want to go to heaven. Ah, demon. <laughs>